0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Talking About Birds, the only Cardinals podcast that, uh... Hey, uh, everyone. Uh, this is weird. Okay, so Nate is not here. Um, this has just been I am sitting alone talking to myself uh, because Nate decided to abandon us uh, this week and has gone to Las Vegas on some t- supposed work trip. Um, although I am quite sure that he is spending all of our podcast nickels, our Patreon quarters. Um, at the blackjack table or, um, I don't know, Pai gal, uh, you know, one of those games that you play at the casino. I'm obviously an accomplished gambler. So we're bad at planning. Nate's not here. He's doing again, supposed work stuff. We kind of thought, We should put something out. Um, Really what we should have done was, you know, get a guest host, probably brought on C70, done something like that. But we kind of dropped the ball and figured that it would be better to put out at least something rather than nothing. So unfortunately or fortunately, maybe you're big Ben heads um, and and you're this is going to be the best episode of talking about birds you've ever listened to, uh, maybe this is a great thing, but anyways, this is going to be a mini episode. Uh, we'll get back to our regular scheduled program next week. Um, we might do something else. I don't really know, but if you listen to the show, you're probably not too surprised that we fumbled this one. Um, and anyways, there are a few things that I wanted to talk about, uh, while also saying hi. Um, but yeah, Thank you for sticking around if you're if you're still listening to this now and again I apologize that it's just me. Um let's get into some things that have been happening in the baseball world, specifically the Cardinals baseball world. Uh the Cardinals have actually been playing really well, which is again an annoying time for Nate not to be here because we actually have good things to talk about other than uh, prior to today there was a little winning streak that was happening, um albeit against a team uh like the Nationals that while the record doesn't show this right now, obviously the Cardinals are are, are in the basement as far as the record with the Rockies and, and some other teams. And the not, you know, the Nationals are down there. They're a bad team. That's okay. The Cardinals still went in and they uh they stole their lunch. Uh they played very well. And I think it should be remembered that it doesn't really matter who the Cardinals are playing, especially prior to this little win streak is they were making even teams like the Nationals look like relevant, competitive teams. So I, I think, you know, erase from your memory or your mind that the Nationals are as bad as that they as they are. Uh, they, they have some young talent. Um CJ Abrams might be good at some point. Mackenzie Gore, the Cardinals were able to get to him. They were able to pick on Josiah Gray a little bit. Uh and I think those are things to be to be really excited about. So I'm we're we're still feeling optimistic about the Cardinals' plight. Um be <laughs> I think it makes sense that if you're like, yeah, well, Everyone should be sweep or the a team like the Cardinals should be sweeping the nationals. But again, it's, it's a positive step. It's wins in the win column. It's helping. It's helping the cause. The, these things need to happen. So I'm very happy about that. I also want to talk. I, I think a main reason why the Cardinals are doing what they're doing right now is because of Jordan Walker. We said it on the podcast multiple times. We're so glad that he's back up. We never really thought he should have went down. Really. The way that that was all communicated and handled and communicated to the player and, you know, just the Cardinals are really bad at talking this year and and expressing themselves and, uh, uh, to the media, which is, it's just forever entertaining. Anyways, Jordan Walker is back. He has had a over 1000 OPS since he's been back with the big league club, um, had a little hit streak going. Um, He's walking. He's hitting the ball the other way. He had an opposite field home run the other day that he, with his massive arms and body and everything, made look effortless. Um, Just really, really impressive. And I I think this is a big reason why the Cardinals are starting to turn things around, not only because of Jordan Walker. I don't think the team hinges upon his success, um, but. It really helps when your twenty year old superstar is coming out of the gates hitting and, and playing well, and yes, the defense isn't there um but that bat is going to help the Cardinals out a lot um outside of that, Tommy Edmond has began to hit the ball pretty well. his play in center field, I think we uh, maybe I don't want to come off like a grouch because I know everybody has been praising his play in the center field in center field and and how great that is um and, and how it adds to his uh flexibility his you know utility utility player uh, profile um but i still have a i i still have an issue with putting your shortstop second base in center field when you have other center fielders To play those positions, maybe, uh, and maybe he said this, and I've missed it, uh, which is entirely possible. Maybe he's more comfortable in center than left or right, uh, which would then make the move a make a little more sense. When it still doesn't really, though. I I mean, it's a premium defensive position. You're playing a guy that hasn't really played there ever in his career, and he's doing a fine job. um, I think. I, I think. That he's doing a great job for a second baseman playing center field, uh, but my big problem is he just doesn't have the reps out there. Um, he hasn't had enough chances to really test him. Um, and you could stand a lot of people out there for a couple of games, and I think it would look fine. Um, now he he's made some some plus plays. Don't don't get me wrong on that. But when you have players like Dylan Carlson coming back off the injured list and playing well, Newbar just came back today, the evening uh earlier today, uh, I'm recording this podcast in the evening. Newbar came back, and I think that he would look great in center. They both have better arms than Tommy Edmond. Um I, I think that this roster just makes a little more sense with some combination of Dylan Carlson, Lars Newbar, and Jordan Walker in the outfield. And Tommy Edman. Should again be playing all over the infield. That uh, he should be playing second base. He should be playing shortstop, and he should be picking up starts at third base uh, when Nolan wants a day off. Um, which, it, it, er, I mean to say, that's his skill set. That's where he plays best. It makes the most sense to me. That can be a little difficult right now. I, I do want to talk about Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung is hitting the snot out of the ball. Um, And he's playing a good defense as well. So the Cardinals do have this problem of DeYoung's playing well right now. Brendan Donovan has turned his bat around. We know how good his glove can be um, at second base and at third base. Um, So maybe this is part of it. It it is weird to me that the Cardinals have this glut of... I don't know if light-hitting infielders is the right way to say it or not, but of slappy slappy OB they're not even really on base guys except for Brendan Donovan but they have a slappy group of infielders that are hitting well enough to deserve to play but maybe not to start every day I don't know maybe maybe I need to spend more time with this and and this right here would be helpful if I I had Nate to uh to butt in and and talk so I could organize my thoughts but I don't know there it's there's just something that doesn't feel totally right uh happy for Tommy he's hitting it makes it all go down a lot smoother I assume that he is a center fielder going into this London series and going forward up until Tyler O'Neill comes back if and when that happens um which you know hopefully should be soon he's getting cleared by doctors but the communication around that again has been extremely confusing from the Cardinals we haven't really heard much from Tyler himself. Um, but whatever is going on there continues to bewilder me a bit. Uh, but all that being said, I, I feel like I went a little negative there. All that being said, Jordan Walker is hitting. Tommy Edmund is hitting. Paul DeYoung is hitting. Paul Goldschmidt is, of course, hitting. I'm just listing Cardinals players off, but the team is hitting right now. I think Nolan's got a little bit of a slump, but the offensive a- has absolutely came to uh, came to life recently, which is uh, what what they need. This is what this team is built on. And I think, it doesn't need it. the The way that this offense is built, it shouldn't have to just rely on the long ball. Shouldn't have to just rely on, on really one facet. I think that this team, when they are rocking and rolling, can put up runs in every way imaginable. I think that if the pressure comes off the Cardinals a little bit more, as far as scoring runs, we'll start seeing more stolen bases. Um, and, and I think the offense just get a little more dynamic in general. Um, but anyways, we have good news. I'm very happy to see that. Dylan Carlson uh coming up and starting or coming off the IL and hitting really well already has been great. He hit a home run yesterday that was the longest home run ever hit at Nationals Park, which I think was built in like two thousand and five or six. And I know Giancarlo Stanton was playing there for at least a handful of years when he was with the Marlins. So that's amazing Dylan Carlson being back and man if his bat can even be what we thought it was there was a time where we thought Dylan Carlson was going to be maybe the not not the next Jordan Walker but he was our top prospect and he's kind of just been treading water for such a long time and I I don't know I still believe in him he's he's the he's the total package baby he's the the kind of guy you bring home to mother uh, you know, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the hell I'm saying, but Dylan playing well is great. It only makes the team better, of course. And I do think that there's a lot more for him to tap into also worth shouting out. And, and I, I have to eat crow on this a little bit. I, uh, believe that a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, at some point in the not too distant, uh, history of this podcast, I was maybe calling for Jordan Hicks' head, saying that he should be released, saying that he shouldn't be on the Cardinals, that the Cardinals couldn't fix him, he should go to another team. I you know, it's going on and on uh in that way about Jordan Hicks for for quite a while. Um and he is almost since I started talking shit on him, he's just completely turned it around. Uh, and I think the exclamation point on that performance is the three, uh, saves that he had in a row, um, this past week where I I know uh, at least on the third save that he got against the nationals, the final pitch was at 104 mile an hour sinker down and out of the zone that the hitter just waved helplessly over. Um, and yeah, you know, if he can keep doing that, obviously I was wrong. He, he, he should keep playing. <laughs> he should keep being a Cardinal and, uh, and maybe he should keep, keep being the closer. I think that I'm a little surprised that, uh, Gio hasn't taken over that role just because he has saves on his baseball card. He's done it in the past. Uh, the Cardinals gave him the little extension. We, we like Giovanni Gallegos. Um, but you know, you, you kind of deploy the bullpen or credit to Ali Marmol. You, you, you deploy the bullpen in the way in which suits your team that evening. And when you don't have the lockdown, Ryan closely, one of the, you know, potential best closers in baseball. Um, I give all the credit in the world to him, not only being dynamic and choosing the players that he thinks are right for the job, them succeeding, um, but then having the guts to have Jordan come out for that third save, I thought was, well, it wasn't a move. I probably would have made if I was, if I was sitting in the captain's chair, I I don't think I would have brought Jordan out for a third time. And, And I was, you know, uh, gripping my couch with, uh, white knuckles watching that performance. Um, but he was fine and everything went well. And, uh, might be the best we've ever seen his sinker. I know we've seen him hit higher uh, velos on that sinker, but as far as movement, as far as people swinging and missing at it, um, it's been, it's been great. So again, uh, I am apologizing to Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is very good. Uh, maybe the Cardinals should extend him. Maybe he's the closer of the future. Uh, he's definitely the closer of right now. I am extremely curious to see if he is deployed in that role in the London series because, well, because he hasn't really been appointed, also because of how weird of a series this is. How does his body react to throwing like that that often or in that quick of a cadence? Um, how does his body react to traveling after throwing like that? Um, it's it's kind of a, a, a weird one-off situation, but I'll be very curious to see if on... Uh, is it Saturday is the first game in London if uh, the Cardinals are in a position to close something out if Jordan Walker's name is tapped Um, but yeah we'll see and again sorry Jordan loved you always have loved you Uh, also the mustache Jordan's mustache working really well for me right now so Thanks for that. Uh, I think I already mentioned this, but Lars Newbar has returned from the 10 day IL uh as of today, Wednesday. So that's great. Um, we love Newt. Unfortunately, that does mean that Lucan Baker is going back to Memphis, which is, is only too bad just because uh Lucan baker somebody that is really, really easy to root for. Uh kind of a gentle giant that is uh not very gentle to uh, baseballs, but uh Lo- or, uh, sorry, getting Lars Nupar back, obviously great. Obviously a guy that can uh, play a plus outfield, has a plus arm, has plus speed, has, mm, I don't want to say the best eye in the game, one of the best eyes in baseball in terms of getting on base via the walk. Um, not to mention the vibes. Uh, I-, I do think the Cardinals with uh, with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, I think I don't think that they bring bad vibes by any means, but they definitely don't lighten the room up. Uh, Wilson Contreras seems to be a real momentum guy. If things are going well, you want to hang out with Wilson Contreras. If things are not, uh, maybe he's the guy you want to avoid. And newbar bringing some levity is, uh, as I th- I just think something that this team needs right now. And I think you you need a goofball who is performing well to dig yourself out of a eight games back hole in a, a, a terrible division. So for all of the reasons, obvious and unobvious, it's, it's great to have newt back. I hope that he stays healthy and can put a little run together. And then again, like I mentioned, maybe, maybe Tyler O'Neill actually gets healthy and resumes baseball activities. And you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know what's happening there, but, uh, him, him playing for the Cardinals, In a major league uniform is definitely better than him not. Um, Yeah, we'll see how that all rolls out. Um, As I already mentioned, Cardinals are headed off to England uh, to play a series at London Stadium. That's going to be June 24th and 25th. Um, It's um, I, I think it is. I've been struggling with my feelings on this smelly old England. You know, it's smelly. It's far away. Uh, it's rainy. Do they care about baseball? Some people do. We, I, I know we have uh, uh, UK listeners um, who are out there that that do. I uh, wonder what the level of excitement is. This a hard ticket to get. If if it's not a hard ticket to get, are people talking about it? Like, what is the vibe? Um, I also, you, you know, I I don't know much about London. I don't know much about soccer or a, a footy. Uh, as they call it over there, like at the very least are people over there just excited to go watch a sport and drink a bunch of Budweiser or whatever the Budweiser version is over there and oi crikey eat fish and chips and watch them uh, watch the boys slap the, the old leather uh, egg around with uh, their bats. I don't know. I-, I have a lot of questions. I probably should have invited one of our, Uh, UK listeners on and ask them questions. Um, But hopefully they'll uh, provide us some information on exactly what it is there. like And specifically the level of excitement. All that being said, I do think it's a really... uh, Is it a good idea or not? I'm not really sure where I land on that. Is it a good idea to do this in the middle of the baseball season? I think that's Actually, where my problem with it is, is because you're taking a team that is, you know, obviously I'm looking at this through a Cardinals specific lens. You're taking a team that is kind of getting their shit together. They're playing better on both sides of the ball. The pitching is starting to show up. We saw the offense wake up a little bit. And now you're asking them to travel, uh, what, a third of the way across the world, completely different time zone, completely different routine. We know that these guys are essentially machines um, that are on like a very strict order for, for day games and night games and just their, 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 uh, their work, you know, the, they're they're always talking about the guys getting in the work. And I, I love the way they watch, or I love to watch Albert Pujols, uh, the way he gets together and, you know, all those things. Um, now does that actually affect the baseball play? I have absolute, I, I don't know. Do I like it from a fan standpoint because I'm really wanting the Cardinals to pick up some momentum and get out of the cellar? Yeah, it's hard for me to get on that side, uh, on the side of it, but they're going to play the Cubs. The Cubs are aggressively average. They've been fine. Um, it should be exciting and hopefully the players are feeling excited and they're, they're going, uh. I don't know. They're going full send. I I I'd like them if they're going to do this whole rigmarole of getting everybody over there. I'm hoping that the players are really diving into it. It's going to be a great game, um, a co- great couple of games. Sorry. um, and, and obviously, hopefully the Cardinals win something I'll be watching specifically during this London series is which balls is uh, Manfred and MLB going to deploy. If you remember, there was a game in Europe. I think it was also in London. It was the uh, Yankees Red Sox. I believe it It was in 2019. They traveled over there. And I think it was maybe just one game. Maybe it was two games. I, I could have looked this up, but I refuse now. Um, and it, it it looked like they were playing with Super Bowls, Super Bowls, the, uh, uh or bouncy balls, whatever you call them. And the ball was just... Flying out of the stadium, it seemed like anytime somebody flicked their wrist and made decent contact, that ball was sailing into the stands. And I think it's, I, I don't think it's that big of a conspiracy theory to think that, okay, Rob Manfred and MLB want to go do a game in another part of the world that isn't normally watching baseball. Home runs are exciting. Let's give them all the home runs that we can give them. Um, and I would not be shocked at all if the exact same, same thing happens, uh, with this series that's upcoming. Good news is I think the Cardinals will actually benefit from that because their strength is their offense. Um we'll see Paul Goldschmidt maybe hit a couple of home runs, Nolan and uh you know the rest of the gang. Uh maybe uh our uh, our buddy uh Gormania Nolan will uh figure something out with a, a bit of a a helium baller. A smooth down ball. I don't know exactly what the difference is. Are they just springier? Do they resist the air less? I I, I don't know exactly uh, what's happening there. But anyways, I'll stop blabbering about that. Excited about that. It's it's something to watch. It's it's exciting, and hopefully the the uh, merry people of England uh, enjoy our national pastime uh, in some real way. MLB. Okay, one other thing I'll say about this: MLB does seem to think that this is some type of like launch pad for ML Major League Baseball in Europe, and and I don't know if their plans are to have a league there. If there's going to be like, uh, like like a KBO style league, if they wanted to be an arm of Major League Baseball, I I really don't understand what their plan is. Um, do I? I would like it to work. I think it'd be interesting if it would work. I think it'd be really it would inject a lot of fun and personality into the game to have uh, a good chunk of the countries within the European European union. Uh, the EU is maybe what I should have said since I can't speak. Um, all those personalities, all those different countries, all those rivalries that already exist in that part of the world coming into major league baseball. I think that that would be great. Um, has there ever been a French baseball player? No one that I can think of. You know, there are countries over there that I think—I don't know—they could bring all their their people, their fandom. They could bring a lot to Major League Baseball. So, I guess I've talked myself into being pro this. I hope MLB is right. I hope it expands. Um, but I, I, but maybe I'm just not. I, I wouldn't put money on it. Um, like Nate's putting. All those podcast nickels on black, probably right now, as I am saying this sentence, and financially ruining us uh, forever. Um, Also, another event that is happening in London uh, the day before the series begins is an HRDX, a Home Run Derby X experience uh, or uh, event. Sorry, is happening at a place called Trafalgar. Trafalgar Trafalgar, 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 Trafalgar. Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square. Um which is I had to look it up, obviously never heard of it. Uh it's in Westminster. Um and it seems to just be a town square with a bunch of buildings and a um fountain. So anyways, I I, I really don't know what the hell it's this is supposed to be. We know it's going to be a Home Run Derby X event. I think the most exciting thing is, well, I, I, I guess the most exciting thing is, is they're just doing this in the middle of a town. So, uh, I don't know, people are going to be probably quite confused of what is going on here. Uh, but really what's going to bring the butts to the stands is the fact that we have an all-star list of former MLB. I'm going to say it legends, absolute, I mean, household names is the only ways to describe these guys. Um, an impressive roster. I can't believe they got all these names. Um, and I'm just going to read them off for you. Uh, the number, uh, the contenders are Johnny Gomes. Um, I think he was a Red Sox, right? He kind of traveled all over. Uh, Hanley Ramirez, actual pretty good player for quite a while. Um, he, uh, I think he stole an MVP from Albert Pujols back in the day, if I remember correctly. Nick Swisher, uh, Yankee, uh, party guy. Um, Friend of Yogi Berra, I believe that they had a relationship. Now we get to the exciting part though. Dexter Fowler, former Cardinal Great, is going to be participating in the home run derby in the middle of Tarfalgar Square. But the coup de grace, and especially for Cardinals fans, only way to describe him is a legend. David Eckstein, the power threat from the right side of the batter's box, all star top shelf shortstop is coming out of retirement for one day, one day only in Truffle square to hit balls <laughs> into targets and uh, excite the people of Westminster. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe hit a ball in that fountain that's in the middle of town. Um, okay. Obviously I'm joking a little bit. This makes absolutely no sense to me. The fact that David Eckstein signed up for this, I do think is great specifically for Cardinals fans. Um but there could not be less of a home run hitter. If I pull, if I could select any hitter in recent memory, he would probably be the lowest player on the list as far as who should be participating in a home run derby. My guess is they wanted to get a cub. Uh, they got those other three players who maybe just wanted a trip to England, which good for them. Me too. That sounds great. Dexter Fowler, I think, is the cub. Um, even though he's a Cardinals legend and a Rockies legend in my heart and was really only a cup for one minute. Um, but he did win that world series and then David Eckstein, is he the only Cardinal that would agree to do this? Is he the highest profile Cardinal that would agree to do this? Is David Eckstein's profile still that high? I don't know the answers to any of those questions, but obviously I'm team David Eckstein cannot wait to see his performance. Um, all right. I need to wrap this show up really quick. There's a couple other things I want to talk about before I do that. Uh, the reds are streaking right now, 11 in a row. Um, Ellie, De La Cruz, Spencer steer, uh, uh, McLean. This team has been absolutely on fire. I just want to make Cardinals fans. know their pitching is bad. Hunter green is a five inning pitcher. Their bullpen is terrible. Nick Lodolo is not good or or, sorry. He's not healthy. He is good when he's healthy. Um, this is a flash in the pan. Everything is going to be okay. Um, but man, they are playing really, really well right now. Joey Votto just came back from the IL. He hit a home run already. Um, I'm very curious to see what the Reds are going to do. That Nick Kroll, their, uh, their GM, already announced that they are going to uh, try to uh, improve the team at the trading deadline. We'll see what that looks like specifically. Obviously, they'll be targeting pitching of some kind uh, but I still am not worried about them. Um, another thing I wanted to hit on, uh, was David freeze has declined his election into the Cardinals hall of fame. Um, and I think that this is too bad. I think that I 100% get it. I think that why the, the reason that he is not doing this is because he just is not the type of player, uh, production. He he has not he did not have the type of production as a cardinal or really as a player to really legitimately be cons- uh, considered for any hall of fame, even a team hall of fame. Uh David freeze. and I love him. He he is truly a Cardinals legend for his postseason performance. He played 5 years with the Cardinals. Um If you remember, he was oft injured. He put up a 115 OPS plus, which is, of course, above average, no slouch at all. But as a Cardinal, he accrued only 6.7 baseball reference war. Um, Nolan Arenado did that last year. Uh, And I'm not saying that we should compare these players or anything like that, but I really think it comes down to David Freeze knows that. He knows it wouldn't be legitimate. He knows that he shouldn't be standing next to Jim Edmonds and Keith Hernandez and all these other greats. It just doesn't make sense. Really what this tells us, I think, uh, I am that we should honor David freeze in a different way. Maybe he should have his own night. If that's something that he wants to do. I know that there's also social anxiety issues that he has to work through. So love you, David freeze. You you deserve recognition absolutely if that's something that also you want, um, but no big deal. Um. And yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about this week. Uh really quick, make sure to support us on Patreon. Even though we're lazy bums that couldn't get our shit together for one episode, uh, it really does help us out. Um, it means that we're not losing money making this podcast. So if, if you have a couple of bucks to throw our way, we appreciate that. Uh two uh, $2 the lowest entry that also gets you to the bird scored, gets you off Twitter talking with uh, uh you know, baseball friends and and us and and all that and it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at talk about birds on Instagram. We're talking about birds. Uh, we got a TikTok. Check us out on the TikTok. Uh if you prefer to listen to us on Spotify, we are also there. Uh, if you want to email us any questions, um, thoughts, criticisms, complaints about how bad the bin only oops all bin episode was, um, send them to talkaboutbirds at gmail.com. And you can find all of that information. You can find episodes, everything else at talkingaboutbirds.com, uh, talkingaboutbirds.com. Thank you all for the support. Uh, again, we'll be back normal next week. Uh, thanks for dealing with me. Um, and I guess we'll call this episode Oops All Been. Uh, thank you, everyone.